0: Hello, and we are back with episode number 13 of Kicking Off with Caitlin. This is your host, Caitlin McCarthy. Thank you for tuning in to my last episode. I appreciate the feedback I received, and I hope that you all enjoyed it. For this episode, I will be recapping week 9, some of the news and games that went on last week, as well as talking about week 10 and what to expect from the upcoming games. So to start off, for my predictions... I had my best week last week. I went 12-2. I only got the Seahawks-Bills game wrong and the Cardinals and Dolphins game wrong. And for the season, I am 75-44. and I predicted DK Metcalf to have a touchdown and at least 70 yards. He did have a touchdown in his loss against the Bills, but he did have more than 70 yards. He had 108 on the day. I also predicted Dalvin Cook to have two rushing touchdowns. He did, and he's having a really big season this year, probably better than most of us have expected. He had a career high of 206 yards last week, and he has 858 on the season with 12 touchdowns. So I'm excited to see how much he will do in the last few weeks of the season. Also, tight end for the Steelers, Vance McDonald has tested positive for covid so Big Ben and three other Steelers have been placed on the COVID reserve list. Of course, if they test negative, they will be able to play on Sunday, and it looks to be that way so far. Barlon Humphrey, the Ravens cornerback, did not play last week, but he is cleared to play for his Sunday night game this week. As well as Mark Ingram, he was dealing with the ankle injury. He was out for the past two weeks, and he'll be playing this week on Sunday night. I personally think that the Ravens' running game is better without Mark Ingram, and I think they will further evaluate this in the offseason because I feel that J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards do perfectly fine without Mark Ingram, and we actually have been getting more rushing yards without Mark Ingram. So just something to look out for. Also, we had... Panthers running back Christian McCaffrey returned since week one. It was his first game back, and now, unfortunately, he's out with a shoulder injury, and he will not play this week. So very disappointing for McCaffrey and any fantasy owners that have him. It's been a little rough season. He did so much last season. I was so excited to see what he would do this season. But it's been a very difficult season, especially with injuries, not only for him but around the league. But in his return, he had 69 yards and one touchdown. Moving on to some of the games and highlights that happened last week. So the New Orleans Saints and Tampa Bay Buccaneers game was definitely one of the games of the weeks. Two veteran quarterbacks facing off prime time. The Saints already beat the Bucs in week one. And I was so surprised to see the Saints and how they perform. They perform well on all sides of the ball, special teams, everything. They were up 38-0 until a little less than six minutes in the fourth quarter against Tom Brady. Tom Brady, arguably one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game, six Super Bowl champs, and they were able to intercept Tom Brady three times this game. And I just felt like that showed a lot, especially in that division. The Saints are up in that division. They're leading the division. Tom Brady's struggling, and it's interesting to see that and I never would have thought in a million years that this game would be so poorly for Tom Brady and he was struggling in the week before too against the Giants as I mentioned in my last podcast he was struggling and he definitely will need to have a good week this week because there are probably going to be some doubts of course about his age he's 43 all of that but it's Tom Brady and I don't have any doubt in him And I think moving forward he will improve I am I've seen in past seasons when he struggles, he just comes back better. So I honestly think that they will come back better. I do think the Bucks are not going to win this division. I think that's all going to be the Saints. The Saints are playing at a good level. They got Michael Thomas back. Alvin Kamara is the leading rusher and receiver on the team. Drew Brees having a great season. But I do think the Bucks are going to pull it off and pull off a wild card spot in the NFC. So we'll see him going forward. We had the Buffalo Bills and the Seattle Hawks play last week. I also did not expect this game to go the way it did. But Josh Allen, he had a few couple, couple rough games against the Jets in previous weeks, but he came out strong. He was looking like the MVP that we've been talking about this whole season that we definitely weren't expecting from him. 415 yards, 31 of 38, three touchdowns. And that was just all... Oh, not only Josh Allen did good, it was a whole team effort. Now Stefan Diggs is the leading receiver in all of the NFL, which I definitely did not expect also to happen. Um, they've just been re- working really well with the on the Bills offense with Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, and they're just putting all those pieces together that I feel like they've been trying to find for years. And it's really exciting to see somebody else that's not the Patriots and AFC East doing so well. And I'm really excited for the Bills and to see what they're gonna do moving forward. Also, kudos to the Bills defense. They sacked Russell Wilson five times, and Russell Wilson's not really a quarterback that you expect to get sacked that many times in one game. He's a very mobile quarterback, gets out of the pocket, all of that. And I just was really surprised to see them do that. But on the other hand, on the Seattle defense, they've been doing awful. They allowed 44 points, and they've, been allowing at least 365 passing yards in each game and I feel that the only reason why the Seahawks are winning right now is because of Russell Wilson and the defense definitely needs to play better if you're going to be in the playoffs you can't be giving up that many points and that many passing yards not only to this game and Josh Allen but from the previous games before and they definitely have to play better and get that defense going if they're going to move forward in the season and then into the playoffs if they make it then we had the dallas cowboys pittsburgh Steelers game and i was definitely surprised in this game i definitely thought it was going to be a blowout and it wasn't and i was honestly surprised of how well the cowboys played being obviously probably one of the worst defenses also in the league struggled without dak quarterback position has been all up in the air this is the fourth different quarterback to start for the Cowboys this season and Garrett Gilbert did pretty well I would say you know he was 21 of 38 243 yards one touchdown and one interception but he kept this game close and yes the Cowboys were leading the entire game until about two minutes into the fourth quarter but for his for for his first game and being the fourth quarterback to start this season he did a great job and If the Cowboys' defense played better and didn't give up super penalties, the Cowboys would have won this game, and that would have shocked all of Football Nation, definitely me. I was rooting for the Cowboys, Um, but unfortunately they did not come up the win, and the Steelers are the only undefeated team still to remain. Big Ben, he was injured. He got injured on both knees. He went into the locker room a little before the second quarter ended, and I was surprised to see him come back. And he's expected to play this week if he obviously tests negative on the COVID side because he is on the COVID reserve list right now. But with the Steelers, I literally had a feeling that they were going to win this game. They always come back. They're always that team. They they always know how to come back from behind. Big Ben, veteran has been doing it for so long. I I really was expecting that to happen at the same time, but I really didn't want it to happen. But... Of course, the Steelers did come back and win. But I'm going to say this about the Steelers. You can't keep giving up that many rushing yards in the game and continue to win. Like They gave up a lot of yards to the Cowboys rushing, and they did for the Ravens week before and previous weeks. And the Steelers, everyone's debating you're going to be 16-0. They are not going to be 16-0 one of these weeks where it's either the This week against the Bengals, in two weeks on Thanksgiving against the Ravens, they're not ending this season 16-0. They look good, but when you see them play, they're really not that good. You can't be giving up that many yards and always come out with a win. Especially with the Cowboys, such a poor team right now, and they were trailing 10 points at halftime when they probably should have been blowing the team out. Yeah, Steelers are not going to be 16-0 this season. So I hope everybody gets that. Out of their head, because it's not happening. And they're going to lose. Their first game they're going to lose is either this week against the Bengals or against the Ravens. And I'm calling it right now. One of the teams in the AFC North will beat the Steelers, hand on their first loss. And that is that. And going on to another AFC North team, we had the Baltimore Ravens and the Indianapolis Colts. And for me, as a Ravens fan, this was definitely our most impressive win of the season. And they looked awful in the first half. It was embarrassing. They already had five penalties for over 50 yards. They were trailing from behind. Yes, only a field goal behind. It was 10-7 at halftime. But they only had 55 yards of offense the whole half. And with 55 yards of offense, you're not going to win the game. Luckily, the Ravens at a whole 180, they turned it around. That defense was impressive. And yes, there was that controversial call, the interception of Marcus Peters, Personally, I'm not going to be biased because I'm a Ravens fan. That was an interception to me. It wasn't. Um, Definitely a controversial call. But the defense didn't allow any points. And with Calais Campbell having a high calf strain early in the first quarter, and now he's expected to miss multiple weeks, and with LJ Fort being out, the, the defense did really good. And also Marlon Humphrey didn't play this game either. They had so many key players that didn't play this game and still did amazing on the defense. So great shot to the Ravens' defense and Wink Martindale because that was a really impressive win on defense. And Lamar Jackson, he looks a little better. This was his first time actually uh, winning a game from trailing behind. He's 0-6 while trailing at halftime, and this was his first win, so that's very exciting. And I'm excited to see what the Ravens are going to do for rest of this season and also for the Colts. They're an underrated team, and I don't think this loss defines their team. They're still a good team. They still have pieces, and they they can still get somewhere in the playoffs, I personally think, and this game doesn't define that. But it was a really good win for the Ravens overall and for them to stay in the race for that AFC North title. And, yep, they're already two games behind, and there's only seven weeks of football. But we'll see how it turns out. Then we had the Miami Dolphins and the Arizona Cardinals, Tua Tagovailoa, he got a second win as a Dolphin, second win in the NFL. He did a great job. And this game was like a shootout, kept going back and forth. Tua, he was 20 of 28, 248 yards, two touchdowns. I also just wanted to make a note that in Tua's two wins in the NFL, he beat two teams over five hundred. so that's also really good to see. And there's also um, Kyla Murray on the other side of the ball. He did a good job, too, and he's having a really good season, and I feel like he's not being talked about enough because Kyler Murray, yes, he's a quarterback, but he is the eighth-best running back so far as the season goes on. He has the mo- He has eighth-most rushing yards, and he's a quarterback, and he's having a really good season, and this was like a good game. I didn't expect it to be as good coming into the week, but it was a good game, and the Cardinals... So they had a fourth and one with a minute and fifty-eight seconds in the fourth quarter. And instead of going for it, they decided to kick a field goal. And for me, I feel like they should have just went for it. Because you're gonna run out the clock. You're not gonna give the ball back to the Dolphins that were having an amazing game. They had so much momentum. And now you gave it back to the Dolphins. They had a few timeouts and then they won the game. So I personally I would have went for it on a fourth and one. And I just felt like the coach did not have any faith in his team by just doing the field goal. Also in the Washington and Giants game, Kyle Allen, he dislocated his ankle. He's out for the rest of the season. Alex Smith is gonna be the starter going forward. And Alex Smith excuse me, Kyle Allen's injury was very similar to Alex Smith's, which is kind of crazy to me to see. But we'll see what Alex Smith can do. NFC East is still wide open for any four teams to take that division. So we'll see if Alex Smith can do something for the Washington football team. Then on Monday Night Football, just wanted to point out that Joe Flacco started for the Jets. And that was probably his best game since not being a starter. He scored 19 points in three games combined. And he had 20 points in the first half. And he had over 200 yards. He had two touchdowns. He connected two touchdowns with former Raven, also Brashad Perriman. And he was just going off in that game. And I thought it was interesting to see that because he has played so poorly, not even just this season. He's 0-3 now as a Jet. But in being a backup for the Broncos and all of that, he hasn't really performed well. But I was kind of upset for him and the Jets to see them not – win that game and yes most Jets fans 95% Jets fans they don't want to win they want to be 0-16 they want to have that first round draft pick at Trevor Lawrence but I still think they should have won that game they were leading at halftime they had they were doing good offense defense but then the defense kind of just gave it up at the end with some stupid penalties and things like that but the Patriots did win after struggling for a while. Then I just want to move on to the playoff picture. So for the AFC, not much has changed. So it's still Steelers, Chiefs, Bills, Titans for the division leaders. The Ravens are still number five. And now the Raiders and Dolphins are the other two wild cards. Now last week the Colts were in it, but despite that loss against the Ravens, they're actually now kicked out of the playoff picture. And now we see the Dolphins. They climb up to a wild card spot. So we got to keep an eye on them in that wild-card race. And Tua is performing really well in Miami. In the NFC, we have the Saints, Seahawks, Packers, Eagles for our division leaders. The Bucks are still in it at number five wild-card spot, Cardinals and Rams. So we have three teams in the NFC West in the playoffs right now. And we'll see how that does for the rest of the season. To move on to Week 10 tonight, Thursday Night Football, we have the Colts and the Titans. And honestly, I'm excited for this game. Usually Thursday night football games they haven't been very entertaining for me personally or any games I really wanted to watch. But this is an AFC South matchup. Big division implications. And these team, two teams meet again in two weeks. So we'll see how it goes for our, their first time around. But I am going to pick the Titans to win. They're going to win 24-12. And I think the Colts are going to need to step it up a little bit. Like they had two tough games. They had the Ravens and now the Titans. And they're going to see the Titans again in two weeks. But I think the Colts are still a good team, despite they're going to lose again tonight. Then we have the Texans and the Browns. So the Browns are off of a bye. And during that bye week, Baker Mayfield was put on the COVID list. He tested positive. Still uncertain of which he will play or not. I haven't heard anything. And believe it or not, the Browns are also in the AFC North Division hunt. They're like a game back from the Ravens. If things go well, they win. Ravens and Steelers, they don't do so well for the rest of the season. The Browns could actually be on top of the AFC North, believe it or not, which has not happened in a really long time. But we're going to keep an eye on that. That's also a division that's very close race. It could be anybody's division almost. So we'll see how that goes. Odell Beckham Jr. had his ACL surgery this week. It went well. Of course, he'll not be, be playing for the rest of the season. I am going to pick the Browns to win this game, 23-19. I just feel they're a better team, not only on paper, but when they play. Texans, I feel like they are still don't have a full rhythm. Like They've only beat the Jaguars this season. That's not really anything like to be proud of, I would say. So I'm going to pick the Browns, and they're going to win this week to keep in race for the wild card and the division. Then we have the Washington football team and the Detroit Lions. Both teams coming off a loss. As I said before, Alex Smith is a starter moving forward. Stafford was on the COVID list last week. He played last week, and he's going to play again this week, so that's a good sign to see. I'm actually going to pick the Detroit Lions to win this week. I think it's going to be a shootout, honestly. I think the defenses are not going to play well on both sides, but I'm going to pick the Lions to win 34-28 this week. Then we have the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Green Bay Packers. Jaguars have been struggling. They won week one and have not won a game since. They have seven straight losses. Aaron Rodgers having a really phenomenal season. I feel like people are not talking about it as much. They keep talking about Russell Wilson, Josh Allen. But right now, going into week 10, Aaron Rodgers has already 24 touchdowns, two interceptions, and his team is doing well overall. So I just felt like he should also be more in the talk of MVPs having a really good season. I'm predicting Aaron Rodgers to have three touchdowns this game for 350 yards, and I'm predicting the Packers to blow out the Jags 40-20. to Then we have the Philadelphia Eagles and New York Giants. Believe it or not, this is a huge game. It always is, honestly, in the division, big rivalry, but it's anybody's division in the NFC, so as I keep saying, every single week. And if the Giants win this game, they'll be in good spot for first and. They'll have the tiebreaker over the Eagles as of for right... Oh, wait. No, they won't. They lost the other game against the Eagles by a point. But definitely big division implications. And the Giants have won two division games. Eagles came off a bye. But I'm going to pick the Eagles again. I'm only going to pick the Eagles because they're coming off a bye. They're well-rested. And I think they're going to win 21-15. to and I'm predicting J. L Jones to have one fumble, one interception. I think he's gonna struggle in this game and not be able to come up with a win for his team. But that doesn't mean just because the Giants are gonna lose this game, they're not out of the division and none of the teams are. Not even the Cowboys have not have not won a game since Dak Prescott got his injury or since before he got his injury. So wanna keep out a well, watch out for that for the whole season. We're gonna be interesting to see who Wins the NFC East. Personally, I'm picking the Eagles to win the NFC East. but And I did in the beginning. Actually, I picked the Cowboys to win the division. I said the Cowboys are going to go 10-6. and six, And the Eagles were going to have a wild card spot. Definitely not going to happen. The division leader in the NFC East will definitely not have a winning record. But we'll see as the season goes on. So now moving on, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Carolina Panthers, as I said, Tom Brady, he's struggling. And he needs a bounce back. And I think he's going to get it this game. And I think Brady's going to have two touchdowns, 250 yards, and no interceptions. And without McCafferty again, that would be, I think the Panthers are going to struggle with that. So I'm picking the Bucks to win 23-13. Then we have, in the AFC West, the Denver Broncos and the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders on a two-game win streak. And I don't know how to feel about the Raiders because the Raiders beat teams that we wouldn't expect them to, like the Chiefs, and then they lose against teams that they should win. So they're a very like on-and-off team, and you never really know which way they're going to go. depends on the week. But I'm also impressed to see Derek Carr. He has over 2,000 yards so far this season, 16 touchdowns, and only two interceptions. So I really feel that Derek Carr has been picking it up this season as he struggled in previous seasons. Also, for the Broncos, tight end Noah fan, he's questionable. He was injured in last week's game. I am going to pick the Raiders to win this game. I do think they're the better team, and they have a better offense compared to like the Broncos' offense. And I think Jerry Judy, the rookie, is going to have a good game. He's going to have 60 yards and one touchdown, and the Raiders are going to win 20-14. to 14. Then we have the Los Angeles Chargers and the Miami Dolphins. It really sucks to be a Chargers fan right now, and I honestly has been sucked to be a fan of them for a while. The Chargers have six losses this season for a total of combined 24 points. They have lost every single game this season by one score, and it's really heartbreaking. Even last week's game, they were on the two-yard line, I believe, third and goal, one second left. Through the... Justin Herbert threw a touchdown, and it was uh, called a touchdown on the field, and then they review it, and it it wasn't, and it was held back. So they did not end up winning that game. And unfortunately, Chargers fan, I don't think you're going to win this game either. Keep giving up stupid plays, stupid penalties. And Herbert's putting up the numbers, but the defense keeps failing him. And I think the defense is a huge problem. You gave away Desmond King to the Titans for the trade deadline, and... I feel like that was a big part of your team, and I don't think that was any help to fix that defense. And Tua, he's on fire, and I think he's going to have another great game this week. And Miami's in for that AFC East. They're trying to fight for that division title against the Bills, and they're very much in it. And I'm picking the Dolphins to win 27-24. Then we have Bills and Cardinals. So Kyler and... Cardinal offense performing well, but I don't trust their defense. I feel they don't have enough playmakers on that team, and they just need to play better on defense because everything on the offense is supposed to be happening is happening. And I feel like the Bills are a better team. As I've said before, Josh Allen, he's playing at an MVP level. He had an impressive win, and I think they're going to have a – Allen, that offense is going to have a great week this week, and they're going to come up with the win – as I said, Stefan Diggs is a leading receiver in the NFL right now, and I think he's going to have another touchdown this week. So I'm going to pick the Bills to win 34-30. to Then we have the Seahawks and Rams, and NFC West matchup. Seahawks' defense needs a lot of work. They're also another team that I think defense just fails them. The offense is doing what they're supposed to do, but the defense is just giving up the points and the games. And Russell Wilson is that team. And this week for Russell Wilson, I think he's going to have three touchdowns and 300 yards. And the Seahawks need this game – well, actually both teams need this win, but I think the Seahawks need this win to stay in first and have a confident lead because right now the Seahawks are 6-2, and two, the Rams are 5-3, and three, Cardinals are 5-3, and three, and the 49ers are – they may seem like they're out of it, but they're really not. They're only 4-5, and five, and if they pick it up for the rest of the season – they're in there as well. And as I said before, Seahawks, Rams, and Cardinals all right now are in it in the playoffs. So we'll see how that goes on for the rest of the season. But I am going to pick the Seahawks to win this week, and they're going to win 30 to 23 against the Rams. Then we have the 49ers and the Saints. Raheem Moser unlikely to play this week. Saints, Domini Brady twice this season. Alvin Kamara doing well, as I said, leading rusher and receiver. Michael Thomas hasn't played since week one, but he's going to be a big factor this week, I think. And I think the Saints are going to win 23-17. to AFC North, we had the Bengals and the Steelers. As I said, Steelers' rushing defense is struggling. They allowed 144 yards against the Cowboys last week. And the Cowboys are a really bad team. Their offensive line is awful. And they've still allowed that many rushing yards for the Cowboys. And on the other side of the ball, the Steelers offense, they only produce 46 rushing yards against one of the worst defenses in the entire league, the Cowboys. So I think there's some trouble in Steelers, and they need to start um, fixing their running game and protecting the running game when um, of the other team. So um, the Steelers are going to win this game. I do think it's going to be a close game because the Bengals are coming off the bye. They're, they're rested, ready to play their division rival. But I'm going to pick the Steelers to win 30-27. On Sunday Night Football, we have the Ravens and the Patriots. Big rivalry game. The Ravens have never won New England. And the Patriots are struggling, and they've been struggling the whole season. Cam Newton hasn't been adjusting to that offense and that system of Bill Belichick's. Mark Ingram, he's expected to play this week. Hopefully he'll be a big factor in this game, and I think the Ravens are going to have the best game of their season on Sunday night, and I'm predicting the Ravens to win 34-14. to And I feel that the Ravens' offense, defense, special teams is all going to contribute to that win on Sunday night, and it's going to be a big team win. And our last game for the week, we have Monday Night Football, Minnesota Vikings and Chicago Bears, NFC North matchup. And Dalvin Cook is unstoppable, and I said it before, and he's going to be unstoppable again. I think he's going to have a rushing touchdown and 80 yards against the Bears' defense. And the Bears' defense isn't a bad defense, but they're not going to be able to stop Dalvin Cook this week, and they're really going to struggle. And I also think Nick Foles is going to struggle. And he struggled, and then he would have a game that he did really good. He's just very on-and-off quarterback, and I think this is going to be one of his games that he struggles but I am going to pick the Vikings to win this game, 20-17. to And that is all that I have for you guys this week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Kicking Off with Caitlin. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know if you have any feedback. And I'm very excited for these, this week's game. So thank you for listening.